This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I pray that you are doing well and staying safe during this beautiful Memorial Day week. I greet you today with a heavy heart as the crime rate in Atlanta, as in other places, has gotten way out of control. We cannot turn on the news without hearing that someone else has been shot and injured or even more devastating, shot and killed. Oftentimes by someone who did not even know the person's name, but an even harder truth to understand, shot by someone that the victim knew and loved. I'm struggling with the motto, the well-known movement, Black Lives Matter. It seems we love wearing the shirt or sporting the mask, Black Lives Matter, but how much do we really believe it? How valuable is a black life to you? And to all my gunslinging, it's for my protection, license to carry sisters and brothers. Not that I have anything against your Second Amendment right or your self-defense. But how on earth do you defend or convey the idea that black lives matter when you yourself are so quick to pull and use your gun just because someone made you mad, cut you off in traffic, or disrespected you, your girl, your mother, or your family? You see, the enemy will sell you a gun knowing that your background requires a waiting period or further investigation and laugh at you and your calamity when you have shot someone, usually of your own family or your own race, or authored your own suicide. The enemy takes great pleasure in seeing a Black Lives Matter sign in a crowd who has gathered for a vigil commemorating a black person who ironically has been gunned down by another black individual. How do we expect others to take Black Lives Matter seriously when we seem to regard those words as a foreign ideal necessary for only all non-black people? Everyone else other than black people should honor, respect, and embrace the idea that black lives really do matter. But we, we are allowed to end a black life quickly if someone crosses or makes us angry. It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? I am here to tell you such behaviors are beyond traumatizing. And as a people, a group of disrespected, often hated, racially segregated nation, we had better band together with love, respect, and understanding amongst ourselves first before we can convince anyone else that black lives really do matter. Anything less give other races and nationalities all the ammunition they need to treat us as second-class, untamed, out-of-control fools. Yes, you heard it from me. And it is true that some truly do judge you by the content of your character. The only problem I have with this saying is too often people lump us all in the African-American race together so that the poor, careless, out-of-control behaviors of some adversely affect the way all blacks are seen by others as a whole. 
You see, the mantra, Black Lives Matter, rings hollow and even deserving of side eyes and distaste as it cannot be taken seriously based on the violent, thoughtless actions of too many within the African-American race. My mother told me many years ago, your actions speak louder than your words. You see, words are spoken warm air, true or not. But actions, actions entail the force either behind or in front of the warm air. So the force of movement and behaviors speaks volumes beyond the warm air that force the untrue words you speak. It is far past time for us to allow our actions to positively outperform our words. If black lives really do matter to you, you ought to honor and respect each and every black life as a valuable asset and part of yourself because it is an extension of you and an extension of me. We are no longer able to boast I am my brother or my sister's keeper, but rather I am my brother. I am my sister. So the care that I take of her, the kindness with which I treat and honor him is the kindness, care and honor of which I myself am deserving. When I look at each, I see a clear reflection of myself. God's word said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. We have become a race in critical condition, not because of how others handle disrespect and devalue us so much, but more so how we dishonor, disrespect, and devalue ourselves. Trust and believe that the way we handle and value each other dictates to the world how we ourselves expect and demand to be treated, even if and when the message is unintended. Either knowingly or not, the respect with which I handle my vehicle, my home, my husband and children shows others my level of tolerance when they are in my home, my vehicle, or dealing with my husband and children. You see, if I waste drinks and items all over the floors of my home and refuse to clean it all up, if I smoke and put out cigarettes on the seats and the floors of my car, If I curse and emasculate my husband and sons, others will believe it is acceptable to do the same because I will have set the sloppy tone by my own actions. Such could not be more true when it comes to our race. If we are killing, robbing, and doing nothing to uplift each other, how do we expect the authorities to come into our communities into our neighborhoods and handle our matters with the utmost respect. Once again, we set the tone and temperature for what is acceptable by the way we coexist and collaborate with one another first. Prayerfully, we will soon realize how loudly our actions truly speak to others. I can recall a wise woman saying, you must teach him how you want to be treated. Now, she was not telling me to start a formal class on how I wanted my husband to treat me, but rather allow him to see how I pamper and care for myself. And he would learn very quickly, without fail, what is expected 
and acceptable treatment towards me. Remember, actions speak louder than words. I am you and you are me. Now on the surface, someone is calling me crazy for such a statement, but God's word has instructed us to love thy neighbor as thyself. Judge not that you be not judged. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. From strength to strength, another wise person took it a step further, saying we are only as strong as our weakest link, or until we are all free, none of us can be truly free. In the words of the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., injustice to anyone anywhere is injustice to everyone everywhere. Indeed, we are all in this together. You see, when a few of us trip and lose our balance, we all fall. We all fail. So it is incumbent upon us to help one another up, be a shoulder or a back to lean on and give firm yet encouraging words of wisdom, words to help reaffirm each other. When my brothers and sisters within this African-American race are plagued with systemic racism and the growing ills of inferiority, we are all viewed the same. Not good enough, not educated enough, not smart enough, not strong enough, and most definitely not white. The consensus is that we are all important bits and pieces of the whole, the whole African-American race. As a result of the diaspora, we all may have ended up in different places, but never can we be deemed separate and apart because God's word has clearly reminded from strength to strength meaning my strength and sense of security is deeply embedded within the strength of my brother and the security of my sister. My success, my sanity and well-being is closely intermingled with that of my brothers and sisters and theirs with mine. God made us all and has advised that we are all members of his body. If you understand a body, you begin to understand that we Members of the same body cannot function in isolation from other members of this same body. God's word in 1 Corinthians 12th chapter, the 25th through the 27th verse, reminds us that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Verse 26, and whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it or one member can be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Verse 27, now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. I love this area of scripture because it addresses the body of Christ being a single unit that is cohesively operational. For all of my Bible scholars and Christian theologians, I am applying the same principle to the African-American race as we are one and must understand our destiny, our well-being, and the path of our complicated journey is embedded and collectively intertwined in our understanding how connected we really are. If I stub my baby toe, my pinky toe, the rest of my body is out of whack or there is discomfort 
in my overall functionality. A toothache, small, but of major significance if you've ever had a toothache before. When it comes to me moving forward with my day-to-day activities, I am stagnated due to that toothache. Today I am calling to your attention that it matters not how much education, money, or people in high places you may know. Your address and the number of digits defining your bank account does not impress God and quite frankly does little for others when you negate our African-American race or your place in this African-American race. You see, the simple truth remains, united we stand and divided we fall. Sounds simple, but we are still a race that will only make gains and survive when we unify and know that until we are all moving progressively in the same direction, none of us can celebrate our arrival. In other words, if my feet arrive at a location, it is impossible for my head, hands, and arms to be left behind and the body celebrate. Such divisiveness shows a deformed body that lacks unity. By the way, those feet are dysfunctional when they are disconnected from the whole body. So it is in Christ and definitely with the African-American race. So then being the keeper of my brother or my sister's covering underscores self-care. As when I keep and cover the members of my race, I am taking care of me, mine, and all that I love. Family, love your neighbor, sisters and brothers as yourself because they are you and you are them. In the words of Shaka Khan, I'm every woman. So I must embrace and uplift all of me. That means uplifting every woman. Just the same, we are every African-American, meaning what affects my African-American sisters and brothers hinders my growth and development as well. With this simple but important understanding, always remember that together the African-American race stands, but divided we fall and certainly We will fail. In the name of the Lord and our well-being, we must band together and think. For my sisters and brothers show much love to each other, only as strong as our weakest link. Why fuss, fight, curse, and backbite among ourselves in our own race? If you stop to consider, look closely. You wrestle against your own familiar face. Quit fighting, denying, and hurting your brother or putting your sister to shame. The reputation you spare or the life you dare still bear your own face and name. God's word has said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So to the deeds you direct and the life you affect, you want to remain kind and true. Time to put away jealous grudges, selfish ideations. Instead, cherish, uphold, and protect. Got to love one another, help all sisters and brothers To survive, we must connect. God's word has said all things work together. If we love the Lord for our good, time to make a change in God's great name. Love unconditionally, just as we should. When you win, I win. When you are successful, right along with you, I shine. When the going gets tough or life storms get rough, 
No better friend or father you could find. The African-American race is in a critical place against which so much still stands. But we serve a savior who holds blessings and favor. For our life, he's the master plan. God has promised to remain with us. He's Jehovah Shammah, here to the perfect end. To protect and provide, perfect love will abide, always and forever, our own divine friend. Said we are his and he is ours, till this wide world exists no more. Just remember, he's the one who has a good work begun. All his promises are true and sure. He set before us both life and death. Choose you this day whom you will serve. To the black race at this time and in this place, systemic racism has thrown us a curve. So now more than ever before, we cannot ignore the need to love, assist, and always embrace. Every man, woman, boy, and girl, God has placed in this world all members of the African-American race. Those who understand, please lend a hand, speak truth, life, and each other admire. All together we must band as it is God's holy plan, so our race remains uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 57 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Today, I want to make certain that you know, together we stand, divided we fall. Just as the body of Christ needs all of its members to function cohesively, so it is with the African-American race. We must band together for our survival. There are so many powers that work against us all day, every day, nonstop. But we serve an omnipotent God, one whose blessings and unmerited favor has been with us from our tumultuous beginning to this present time. Yet God promised never to leave nor forsake us. And through turmoil and great tribulation, he has kept his promise. No matter how others see or do not see us, we must acknowledge, embrace, and accept one another. Yes, we must come together as a race and bear one another's burdens to survive. We have got to see every sister and brother as ourselves. Understand that our progress, well-being, successes, and failures all belong to us collectively. Our destiny is firmly cemented together as God's word in Galatians 3 and 28 makes it very clear. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ. The point is not that we should lose our racial or ethnic identity when we follow Christ, nor that we should cease to be men or women or rich or poor. The point is that Christians cannot use these things to suggest anyone is more favored or less favored by God. Unity is a must when we are following Christ, and it is paramount when we as a race have to stand and hold each other up. God's word has even advised us to consider the ants. You see, the ants are so unique, but full of wisdom, that they work in the appropriate season, and they operate seamlessly together to sustain each other. Some will drown at the bottom of a pile in water to efficaciously support the cause of sustaining survivors. 
Yes, some die so that the greater good prevails. I urge you, lift someone within our black race today. Lead, guide, show, or share encouraging words and whatever God lays on your heart. We are only as strong as our weakest link, so sure someone up to strengthen our race today. God bless and keep each of you strengthened, awoke, and holding firmly to God's unchanging hands. May God's grace and mercy with you abide while his blessings and favor forever lead in God. Now on a separate note, I want to encourage a newly retired veteran teacher who hung up her grade book on Thursday, our last day of school. I am honoring none other than Simone Hand, who faithfully, beautifully served thousands upon thousands of students over her 38 years of teaching. By the way, she still looks good too. She mentioned that teaching is a calling, an assignment that many of us accept. I was so proud of her for expounding upon such truth. Her dedication and great love has not gone unnoticed, and I want her to know that we love and already miss her from our building. However, those who bring sunshine to the lives of others cannot keep it from themselves. So, Miss Hand, go spread some of that beautiful sunshine to others who are waiting and in dire need of all that God has given you to share. Because love, that God-given sunshine is not really validated until it is shared. When one chapter ends, another begins. I pray God's blessings, grace, mercy, and unlimited favor over you in this chapter of your life. Keep shining, Miss Hand. Keep shining and stay blessed. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music, as well as my new platform on YouTube. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.